I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. And sometimes understanding why we have these blank moments can help us overcome these creative blocks and continue to create valuable content for our audience. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Jesse Wyman, and I'm currently enjoying a chai tea latte as I record this mini episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Today, I'm actually going solo, and we'll be talking about three reasons we get stuck on content. Don't worry, Kate has the day off today, so we are going to be doing this alone. She will listen in later, and we will see her in the next episode. Uh, But we are going to go ahead and dive into this topic. Um, I know that so many of us and others have said that they get stuck when it comes to creating content. We've talked a lot about this on the show, how to overcome some of those things. Um, I myself still have that like blank stare moment where I'm trying to come up with something to talk about, whether it's my blog post or an Instagram post. Um, And sometimes understanding why we have these blank moments can help us overcome these creative blocks and continue to create valuable content for our audience. So again, I'm going to talk about three reasons. Um, Some of the three reasons I think are really important on why we get stuck. Uh, So go ahead and uh, grab that coffee, that tea and listen in. So we're going to dive right into it. All right. So number one, I think we hear this a lot. It gets brought up a lot is that we don't feel like there is anything to say, that we have nothing important that our audience would want to listen into. I think as business owners or as content creators, we're always working on the work or trying to get things done, the project out the door, the blog post wrapped up, images delivered. And sometimes we feel like we don't have much to say to our audience because sometimes we think it's like quite obvious what we do. So why do we need to explain it? Or if we do have something to say, we aren't sure who's going to enjoy or actually listen to it. So I think it's important for us that we all know our businesses inside and out, or at least we should, right? That's something we're doing day in and day out. And with that in mind, it doesn't mean that our audience actually knows what we do. It's like that meme, what my family thinks I do, what my clients think I do, what my fiance thinks I do, or husband, whatever. It's like that meme. Sometimes it's just not as obvious as we think. So in those cases, you know, for example, um, you know, I may be a photographer. It's kind of obvious how that works. I have clients, I photograph them, I deliver the images. But what I need to focus on are the things that they don't know about. It's almost like, tell me what you don't know, uh, how I can help them achieve a transformation in the service area that I'm providing. So for brand photography, what is it that I'm going to offer within photography that's going to help them overcome an objection to working with me? So yeah, they know how it works. Like, obviously, like I take pictures Uh, You know, we're going to have a shoot together. I'm going to call them down. They're going to pick. 
But is that going to be of interest to them? Probably not. What they are going to be interested in are the little details that happen behind the scenes, like helping them pick the right outfit during our shoot plan calls or knowing, um, you know, how how their offer, how my clients uh, offer is really important to understanding how we create a session around um, you know, their service or their offer. Um, it can be interesting and important to your audience, those types of behind the scene things that aren't so obvious. So we almost have to step out of this idea that we don't know what to talk about because it seems so obvious. But in many cases, it's not. It's the little details that are going to create interest and allow you to create content and get over those blocks. So start thinking about you know, what are the nuances that you do that may seem obvious, but aren't to your clients. So uh, hopefully that helps you with that challenge, that block. The other block we hear a lot about, and we've talked about a lot on the show, because we want to help you easily create content is that you have no time. People are like, oh my gosh, I feel like I have zero time these days. Uh, But if we step back and think about it, As humans, we will prioritize what we find valuable or important at that moment. For example, choosing between, you know, saving up for a vacation or buying that new car. What's what do you find value in that moment? And for some people, it's like vacation, 100%. For others, it's buying that new car. Uh, Same with like working out or fitness. You know, if you don't find value in it, then it's just not going to happen. We do what we do because ultimately it's going to be valuable to us. It's going to release some sort of like, you know, hormone in our brain that says, this is good. This is what we need to do. And it's the same with content. So many of us, you know, want to do content, but we push it off to the wayside because we don't have time because we're prioritizing other things in our business. And I think it's important to realize that we have to start thinking about content as a valuable part of our business. Because how many of you have sat there and said, I really want to invest in beefing up my email newsletter, or I really should blog more next year? Why why do we say this? Is it that you you haven't experienced the benefits of a successful newsletter so that you may not understand the true value that it has, you know, so it's like, we're thinking we want to do these things, but we haven't yet. And we haven't because we're not finding value in it. And we're not finding value in it because we haven't experienced the value yet. So it's almost like you have to see the value in creating content. So it gets on your calendar as a to-do, as a priority. The same with blogging. Is it that you've tried blogging in the past and you didn't see results in the SEO? I, that you know, obviously, you know, I think my blogs have valuable content, but beyond that, I'm using my blog as a way to improve my search engine optimization. That's one of the goals that I have with my blog. Now, When you say, oh, I know I need to blog more. Well, you know it. Why aren't you doing it? It's because you probably haven't experienced the benefits of it. Now, some of this content creation game is a long-term game. And I've seen the benefits. So now, both with my email newsletter 
which before I just thought, you know, why am I just sending out emails to my audience? Why is it important to build an email list? Because after I've learned how to leverage that, I've been able to sell offers successfully through my email list. And the same with blogging. I am now on the first page of Google for the number one hit out of Boston brand photographer search. And I see value in that. So now that I'm on the flip side, I could never not do that content creation. I may not be able to batch it all at once anymore, but I won't skip it entirely. And I've also invested in outsourcing now. It's that important to me. I prioritize it so that I have Kate helping me. Thank you, Kate. (laughs) So when you say you have no time, think about, is it a priority or not? Now, the third reason we may feel stuck creating content is this idea that we are just terrified of showing up, whether it's like physically showing your face, you're self-conscious, and that really creates a block in actually creating this content. Now, we can hide behind a lot of written content. So I'm really talking about the physical showing up, showing your face, whether it's doing reels or stories or posting yourself on Instagram, posting your headshots and your branding photos on your website, those types of things, doing video content. Um, That's really what I'm focusing on here. So when I really got serious about my business, when I knew I wanted to niche down to brand photography, I also knew that this means I need to up my marketing game, which in my head, I knew I needed to show up more, right? It's like one of those things we know to do. Um, But I felt totally ridiculous at it. Like I am not an influencer. Sorry, Kate. It's just like, I, I I always felt that Instagram was this thing for influencers and how do I do it appropriately for marketing? And I'm not like that. Like I wear sweatpants most of the time. And if I can just have my hair in a messy bun and no makeup, like that to me is like a fantastic day. But I know people feel like if that's their life and they're up against these um, other people on these platforms that are perfectly polished and wearing the cute outfits and having their hair and makeup done, it can be overwhelming to just think about like feeling that you have to do that in order to show up. So I feel like for me, Eventually, I just said, you know what? I'm not going to like wait for days that I am actually dressed up or have my makeup on to show up. If I feel like I have something important to say that day and I'm in my ho- my one of my famous Iowa State hoodies and sweatpants and my hair is a hot mess, I'm going to show up. I know people get really nervous about the sound of their voice. I used to also as well, I had to get over it with this podcast, which has helped a lot. But I think just understanding that, first of all, people really don't care that much. Like people aren't going to say, oh, like her voice is really deep or whatever. And if they do, whatever, as long as the content is good, that's what they're mainly worried about. It's whether or not the message you're sending is going to resonate with them. And you wouldn't want to miss an opportunity to share with the world something that's happening in your life at that moment. Like I'm in the the new studio now. um, And if I wanted to show behind the scenes that day, but maybe I was actually like hanging curtains and I'm wearing my hoodie and I, but I really wanted to show the progress. Like, I'm not going to let that hold me up. 
in showing up on Instagram just because I'm in that outfit. So I think learning to be understanding and comfortable with your authentic self, and it's a lot of work. I'm not saying this is going like to immediately change your mind on some of these, you know, maybe blocks that you have about showing up. Um, but understanding that people also don't care that much. Maybe they do. I have the approach that I'm thinking, you know what, people just don't care that much. They rather just hear your message and they're not really going to care that you're wearing sweatpants. And if they do, for me personally, this may not be the best way to think about it, then I don't really have a need for them in my audience. So there you have it, friends. I have talked about three reasons we get stuck on content creating. Hopefully this is enlightening to you and moving forward with some of your content creation. And I hope you've enjoyed this mini solo episode with me just chatting your ear off without Kate as she's got the day off. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening in to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. Leave us a comment about what you want to talk about there. Or you can follow us on Instagram. We are Cocktails at Content Creation. No, wrong. We are at Cocktails and Content Creation, all one word on Instagram. And we would love to hear from you on a review for Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can also email us at cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. Wow. Normally, Kate does that sign off, and that is a lot. I'm glad I don't usually do that. And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Tune in next time for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Kate will be back with us. And until then, cheers to your next cocktail and happy content creating.